listening to the Above180.com podcast with Tim Berg and Joe Serrar, and this is Mo Pinnell, president of Mo Rich Enterprises. Hi, this is Krista from BowlerX Pro Shop. You're listening to the Above180.com podcast. Don't forget to stop by BowlerX.com, register for your free $750 Brunswick Arsenal, and also check out some of our great deals, and always free shipping on every item every day. Above180.com. Taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C. and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Well... Joey, it's a great to be with you, and it's really, it's been quite a while since me and you just sat down and chatted about uh, about bowling, about the industry, about the new balls that are coming out, so it's great that we're going to take this time to actually do that. You know, and th- you're right, Tim, and I get emails all the time from people all over the world, you know, what's new in equipment, you know, what, what have you tested that's kind of sparked your interest, and things like this, and, and we don't really get a chance to talk about it as much as we'd like to. Um, obviously, we want you know, readers and listeners to uh, read the Bowler's Journal, to, to read the reviews, and there, there's other good media out there that, that gives bowlers a clear picture of what these new products can do. But, uh, you know, again, we, we get first-hand information here, so we might as well share some of it with our listeners. Uh, you asked me earlier, Tim, you know, how many new balls were introduced last year? Yeah, you've been telling me. You've just been busy. I can't even reach you when I try to call you because you're, you're telling me you're always out testing bowling balls. So how many did, One, How many came out? 117, last Tim. Jeepers, man. From January to December. And, and again, I, I base this on the issue that the ball is presented in in the magazine. Uh, the November issue, which just came out two weeks ago, had 12 new products. The December issue has 11 new products coming out. And, and we can give some of our listeners a little sneak peek of what's on the horizon, primarily because some of these names have been leaked out already on Extra Frame. Uh, did you watch the PBA Extra Frame, Tim? I have had a chance to watch some of it. There's some really great great bowling going on, and, and we're not going to give away any of the information because I know there's uh, places you can find who's, win, you know, who's won some of these events already, and uh, I can't wait to watch them on TV to see how it all unfolds. But, yeah, it's, it's a great service, and by all means – Check out Extra Frame. You really get your money's worth. And one of the great things, uh, Joey, we talked to Mike J. Laneside about this, is you get to see and and watch how things go throughout the week, how the qualifying goes for these events, as opposed to just that one hour on Sunday. And they really have stepped up their game in, in the production value of these shows. So you're really getting a lot of great information. I know you love it because you're a ball guy, and they get into some of the, the equipment people are throwing, some of the layouts people have. It's just great information for that bowler. You know, it, it's so much better than it was even just a year ago. I mean, it's it's an HD now, so the picture quality is infinitely more clear. Uh, you don't have that pixelization happening on the screen. It's not as choppy. I mean, it's, it's pretty much almost like watching regular TV now, which is good. Uh, you know, plus, you know, you got Mike J. Laneside. You have Jason Thomas contributing. Uh, you got Jackie Bowling with the, the online interviews. You know, asking the bowlers, you know, hey, what are you using for equipment? What kind of layout you got? You know, insight like this that they don't present on ESPN when it's on TV. Uh, They had Chris Barnes the other day uh, sitting in with Jason Thomas talking about equipment. 
And one of the questions that came into him, Tim, and this this is it. This is all good information. The question was, Chris, when do you find drilling a strong ball weak to be to your advantage? In other words, when would he drill a strong asymmetric ball? You know, a ball like a Columbia Encounter, a Storm Virtual Gravity Nano. You know, a ball of that nature. Uh, a ball with an aggressive cover and an aggressive core. When would you drill with a six-inch pin distance trying to negate some of the core's characteristics? And Chris's response was, you know, we do that quite often out here on the tour, and, and part of it is because of the patterns we see with the volume of oil, and part of it's with the rev rate these guys have, but it gives a different motion to the ball. It does three things differently than, than drilling it strong. For one, it'll clear the front part of the lane, because you're not drilling at the flare a lot. The most important element, he said, is it'll handle oil in the mid lane where it won't be wiggly, such as a, a weaker ball would be, even if the weaker ball was drilled strong. And the last thing it does, it kind of controls the motion when the ball leaves the pattern. So when, you know, on a fresh pattern, you know, all balls look good, basically. You're going to get length, you're going to get back end. It's once the mid lane gets a little you know, oil carried down or a little bit more buildup in the mid lane, the ball doesn't make the corner as much. This is where drilling a strong ball weaker can work. And again, it also helps keep your angles a little bit more closed. So it's good on tough patterns when you're not trying to swing it and bring it. It's good when there's oil volume in the mid lane and carry down. And it can give you a better motion through the pins, he said, than, say, drilling a weaker ball with a strong drilling, with a, which is a high flare drilling. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, they would take a 500-horsepower car and put an automatic in it with a high, you know, rear-end differential, not trying to make it go as fast as it can go. And, and that's basically what they're doing with this type of drilling. Well, and that's, Does that make sense, Tim? It does, Joey, because I've brought that up to you a couple times and thought about it, uh, about getting a ball like that and taking a, a, a high-end piece, a, a ball that's, like you said, going to going to make a left-hand turn and drilling it a little weaker. And then it almost seems like, like you said, you're not doing it, but it makes makes perfect sense uh, for someone who can do that. Uh, let's get to it, though. Talk about some of the uh, the pieces that really impressed you. And I know you had, like you said, you, you did a lot of bowling balls this month, but what are some of the ones that really stick out in your mind as pieces that people can go out there and, and purchase as a, a, we approach the holiday season? Right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll do it in order. And uh, the first one that we we listed in the magazine is the Columbia Benchmark and it is just what it says it's a benchmark roll uh, a boringly predictable rolling ball with very good carry no skid snap it's a ball every bowler should have in their arsenal if not this particular bowl other companies make them as well it's a hybrid cover it comes at a 4000 grit so it's designed to be usable Tim on probably 80 percent of the house conditions bowlers are going to see It'll work on sport patterns, but it allows a bowler to assess the lane pattern. In other words, it'll tell you if you need a stronger piece, if you need a polished piece. Uh, basically, it kind of gives you a good read of the pattern because there's nothing overly aggressive about it to, let's say, hide things that are on the oil pattern. Does that make sense? It does, and that's uh, something all bowlers need is that ball that they can throw their first couple shots once they're warmed up and say, okay, 
I need to move left. Or I need to pull out a piece that's a little more stronger or a little weaker. Or this ball is going to be great. That sort of thing. So it sounds like a great piece from Columbia. Right. And, and Chris Barnes was talking about this ball, too. They asked him if he used it much. And, and he says, you know, it didn't match up to my game as much as it may have to some of the other staff players. But, but it is a ball that makes good sense for most bowlers like us. You know, typical league bowlers because it, it just allows us to kind of manage the lane condition. And it's not like it won't strike, Tim, just because it's not, you know, aggressive and snappy. It, it's very controllable. It has a kind of a slower response when it leaves the pattern. But that, again, makes it easier to kind of play a little further right, which, when you're not a high-rev guy, can help your carry anyway. Well, and uh, the controlling part, and that's odd that Chris Barnes would say that it didn't really match to his game because we know a lot of pros like that predictability in a bowling ball, that they know what it's going to do off the pattern and not that where they're going to throw it and hope it does something. Well, it sounds like well, this ball, when you yeah, throw it, you Tim, know Tim, he didn't say he didn't like it. He said it just didn't match up for him okay. at the South Point venue where the tournaments were being held, say. Okay. Number two. In, in other words, that condition they had out there at South Point during the World Series of Bowling typically broke down quick. They had to move in fast. They needed balls that would be you know, a little longer and a little more aggressive on the back, whereas you know the, the pattern didn't play near 10. You see? Gotcha. Okay. Uh, a ball that did see a lot of play out there, uh, watching extra frame, was the, the new Deviate 2 Reckless. Uh, now, it's a Class 3 reactive, a uh, little bit of a polished surface to it, and that ball, compared to the other Reckless, which is the original, has more length, more back-end pop, you know, in a middle hooking ball, it's a 49 hook rating, so it was a. It's good for a high friction environment, real good length, nice little pop on the back, uh, but it carried through the pins real well. Sean Rash almost won the $45,000 tournament out there, that winner-take-all tournament with it. Left a solid nine in the tenth, not to win it, but uh, I, again, it's a ball that saw a lot of play. I saw more of those out there, Tim, than any other ball from Brunswick. And uh, so, again, I think this ball is definitely going to make a mark in the industry. Uh, another ball that got a little bit of action from Tommy Jones and a few of the Ebonite staffers is called the Warning Sign. Uh, it's another hybrid. Uh, comes at 3,000 grit, asymmetric, very strong, high hook rating. Uh, good on the fresh when the players played inside a little bit because it, it gives you that strong back-end recovery. So, you know, it's not like a benchmark. It, it definitely makes its move at the back. It's a quicker response cover. It's kind of their version of, of what all companies need, which is their big, bad hooker. Uh, next ball up is the Track 716. I didn't see many throw that. I think Michael Fagan may have used it a little bit on the burn. And... Uh, it's a solid resin, kind of a medium length, medium flip ball on the back end. Uh, he used a lot of 715s out there from what I could see on extra frame. Then there's four balls, Tim, from Korea. Now, we all know buying American is, is what most Americans want to do right now, which is good to help our economy get back on its feet. But this company is making some good products. Uh, they want to enter the U.S. market. And... Uh, their four balls are called Exodus Pearl, Pin Hacker, Blockbuster, and Solid Exodus. And they're all, I'll tell you, they're, they're made well. They're two-inch thick covers. Uh, they're all kind of medium hook, medium RG balls. But again, will American consumers welcome them with open arms? Or are we going to stay with the American companies, which, as you and I know, make the best products in the world right now? 
Uh, last ball up. Joey, hey, motor- can, can, one point on that. Can we uh, um, want to talk, number one, the DV8 was very interesting that um, Sean was actually throwing that uh, too reckless because when we talked to him right before the event, he was kind of lukewarm and, and really was happy with a lot of the stuff from Brunswick. But he said, of course, I don't know what it's going to be out there. So it's very interesting to hear that 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 reckless too reckless was getting a lot of play the other thing uh just want to draw people's attention back in in september i believe it was a couple months ago we spoke to uh billy o regarding deviate and their great line and by posting that interview we got had some comments regarding brunswick and their move to mexico which we hit on the last question we had on with billy it wasn't something that we had you know planned on talking about this was more about the, the product line but um, receive some comments on that. So I think what we need to do coming up here uh, soon is get someone on from Brunswick to kind of talk about that because it was, you know, some back and forth about this. And um, I-, I think people need to hear about that. And again, like you said, um, buying American is great. And, and uh, I agree completely. Uh, but we need to get someone on because I didn't want this to turn into a, a bash Brunswick for moving to Mexico sort of event because, number one, that wasn't why we brought him on. But then I also think it's a very important uh, subject matter that we should be discussing with someone from Brunswick, and Billy was not the guy to, to discuss that with either, no, obviously. No, no. And, and, you know, in Brunswick's defense, and I'm a strong supporter of Brunswick, uh, they do employ quite a few Americans, you know, here in the States as well as some of them down at the plant down there. Uh you know, they're still an American-based company without question. Uh, they made that move financially to continue to make bowling balls, whereas they felt due to the pressures from the union, it was just physically, you know, financially impossible to stay where they were in Muskegon and, and turn a profit. Exactly. So, you just know, they, they kind of had them by the, by the you-know-what, and uh, Brunswick did what they felt they had to do. Yep, and I think let's just try to, in the next uh, upcoming events uh, podcast, let's try to get someone on from Brunswick and let them know what we're going to talk about because this is something that bowlers right. bowlers care about. And again, right. and, and I, I think Brunswick will be uh, man enough to talk about it. You know, they, they won't, you know, you can't deny it, and, and, and they'll f- face it head on. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a good idea, Tim. We'll, we'll line something up for that, and uh, then, then we can help. Some of our listeners, you know, rest their mind at ease and, and learn a little bit more directly from Brunswick. Well, exactly. And I'll even, you know, we'll even, if you go to, you know, go to Tim at Above180.com, Joey at Above180.com, you have a question that you would like us to ask the representative that we're able to get, feel free. We'll be more than happy. We're going to let them know what we're talking about. We'll be more than happy to take some, some you know, comments and, and questions for the listeners. Um, but again, I didn't want this interview with DVA to be, you know, or, or the, the post to be, kind of hijacked into the whole comment and discussion right. regarding it. We need right. to, that was on the bowling balls. And speaking of bowling balls, Joey, back to it. Okay, ball 12 or ball 11 through the December issue coming up will be the new Motive Primal Impulse. And they are marketing this ball as their first true skid flip bowling ball. Now, for a ball to be skid flip, in my opinion... It has to hate oil and love dry. That, that's where you get the skid flip motion. Uh, the, what we saw in testing, the primal definitely loves dry, meaning it responds quickly when it leaves the oil pattern, but it really doesn't hate oil. It actually has some traction in oil. Uh, what, what they're doing is a 2,000 grit surface on a very aggressive cover. It's called Atomics SFP. Uh, it's one of their stronger covers. Uh, high RG core to help get the ball down the lane, 
and a, an 050 differential, which means about five inches of flare. This ball got a 53 hook rating and a 16 breakpoint shape. So it's kind of their balls to the wall, symmetric design ball for medium to medium heavy patterns, medium length, but definitely that left turn on the back. Uh, there's a good video online from Justin Wee uh, throwing this ball for those who want to see it in action. Uh, in that video, you can go to bowlingchat.net and just do a little search on there and you'll find it. And uh, it gives you a little better idea of what the ball's motion is capable of. So, Tim, out of these 11 balls, any of them pique your interest at all? Well, you know that Columbia benchmark, because as, as we were talking about that, as you were mentioning what that ball does, I got to thinking about benchmark bowling balls. And I have a, the, the pattern that I'm bowling on now, it seems like you, sometimes you never know what you're going to expect. This week, there was a little less volume in the middle. Next week, and the weather around here has been changing too. It's been one week it was real humid. Last week, it was close to 70 degrees. Now this week, it's a little more chilly. So I think they're having some issues trying to keep things. And they actually had the, the center had to get shut down due to some repairs. Um, so there's a little less. And I think that's a ball that might actually really fit well into my game as something I can start out with um, and just see what it, like you said, see what it's going to do. Um, because it's, it's just something that you, it'll read the pattern. And um, as we all know, and it's actually funny, as we all know that uh, that's all you want to begin with is something that's going to read the pattern, not over overreact, maybe leave a four pin, a weak 10 pin, a two pin, as opposed to a Greek church or a washout or something that's not even going to read the pattern at all. Right. And, and I'll tell you, Tim, when I say it's boringly predictable, that's a good thing. Uh, my first game with this ball in testing was a 269 game. And, and again, it, it will give you a good look on most of the house patterns we're typically going to see. It's not going to be the best when you need skid flip motion. Uh, it's not going to be the best in heavy, heavy oil volumes. But anything else in between, it gives you a fighting chance. And, and again, the ball, even though it doesn't snap at the back, it goes through the pins very, very nicely. Well, enjoy. The one thing I would also like to mention before we wrap things up here, uh, one of my league mates, uh, Terry Wiley is his name. He's a, a really solid regional player here on the East Coast. He had back surgery. Uh, he had some disc uh, repairs and such. And he, it was funny because just at the beginning of the, the season, he was throwing a 12-pound bowling ball, working his way up. And he's finally back to his normal 15-pound bowling ball. I think this is his second week. Uh, shot a 300 on Wednesday evening. Beautiful. So I, I guess you can say he's he's officially back. And we're, as a team, we're in second place, too. So that's always good. And, and uh, you know, things are going well with that. But just, you know wanted to give that uh, little accolades to Terry because you know it's tough when you have an injury like that and then to throw you know to throw a 12 pound bowling ball and he was averaging you know on a house pattern averaging 215 with with a 12 pound bowling ball wow. uh, so um all the best and and Joey um great advice and great uh reviews and everyone again make sure you check out the Boulder Journal magazine Joey goes into more depth and detail on all these bowling balls um because we we couldn't do we could spend all day talking about uh, you know the hook ratings and differentials and such on all these balls, but uh, bowlerjournal.com the the print edition the online edition check that out uh, great stuff in there always great articles great features from the from the guys over there and um, and Joey also before we go want to mention a, a new sponsor we have uh, since we've probably done a show as, as bowlersx.com uh, went up and visited Lee and Chris Sant. they got a, a great shop up in Bethlehem Pennsylvania. Uh, just a really, uh, they're inside uh, Town and Country Bowling Center, uh, bowling lanes up there. They, they run a great staff, a great pro shop, 
and um, check out they're doing some really great stuff online they got some contests they got some really good deals on equipment uh, one of the things that they're trying to do is, is they do they have the the brick and mortar shop but they also uh, are trying their their hand in the online industry and, and what they're trying to do is they're offering free shipping on any anything you know a lot of times these these people you see they're doing free shipping on on a certain dollar amount where these guys it's free shipping period so uh welcome them aboard and by all means check out their website bowlersx.com got some great stuff up there and they also they're just uh at the end of the year they're having a contest uh to win 750 dollars worth of free brunswick brunswick arsenal so go to their website sign up for that uh check them out they're always running deals and and welcome them aboard Yes, welcome to the show, and uh, yeah, it's a very competitive market uh, you, when you enter the internet. I mean, it's a little bit cutthroat out there, but uh, if you have good products and you take care of the consumer, I mean, that's all the customer wants. Well, and that's uh, exactly, Joey, that I'd be remiss to say. When you, um, a lot of times, it seems like you're just a number when you go online, but here, you know, with Lee and Krista, you can call, you have a question for them, you have a concern, uh, call them, and they're going to help you out, and that's that, that personal service that you want as a bowler and uh and also they're both pretty good bowlers in their own right so uh all the best to them and uh and welcome aboard and uh joey it's been a great show and we're gonna do this again we're gonna have to do this a little bit more where me and you just sit down and, and bs over the new equipment because all the bowling balls that came out um it's just amazing all the great products out there and all the uh, everyone is just pumping out some really good stuff well they are you know i mean there's obviously too many being introduced. I mean, no one will argue that point. I mean, 117 balls is overwhelming. But the key is out of those 117, there are a few gems in there that are just, you know, heads and heels better than their predecessors. And those are the ones that the, the consumers eventually seek out because they know that ball is going to give them some added performance from, say, an older ball. Um, some of the other balls, again, uh, and I'm the first to admit it, they're, they're good, but, but they're not remarkable, let's say. And, and again, that's, that's our job as reviewers and testers to kind of weed out the, the balls that are just okay against the balls that we feel are, are special. Well, and as you said, coming up first of the year, got tournaments, got state tournaments, city tournaments, uh, USBC Open will be here before we know it. You want to get your equipment in line. And kind of like you said, that's a great point. Watch what balls are doing well you know all these balls are released this month in the edition probably a good idea to wait a little bit though and see which ones are having success and which ones people are throwing and scoring with and are lasting because that's probably a ball you want to get in your bag if it fits what you're looking for well you know you're right and watching extra frame again is another way to see which balls the pros are migrating toward and they know how to read ball motion they know which balls carry well you know, they know which balls truly can make an impact in their game. And, and the ones that they feel just don't cut it, they're not going to use Tim. For Tim Berg, Joe Serrar, good luck and good bowling.